Y'all, as we launch into 2021, season three of the Fit and Faith podcast, I could not think of a better person that God himself placed as our first episode. Tara Lynn St. Ellen is truly just way more than a passionista. She's got the fashionista side of who she is. She is armoring us all, adorning us in the crown of Jesus Christ and being alongside her in a beauty pageant. You guys, this is like real life that we get to live every single moment. And it's not just for the queens, it's for the kings. And I love her heart. She is a Haitian American woman, truly a beauty queen. She was crowned Miss Black New Jersey in 2018, has come out with a book since then called Claim Your Crown that is absolutely incredible. It's a testimonial base, but also um, just an activation for us to be able to know our worth and know our value and look in the mirror with the understanding that we have already been crowned righteous and whole in who he is. So today we unpack her storyline. We unpack how she's gotten where she's gotten and where she's going, why she's going there, who she's going there with, and how you can come along for the journey too as that royalty. And so I just pray that this blesses you. I know that it blessed me. I'm so excited to see and read the new book that she has coming out later this fall, but also the other one that will be coming, her YouTube channel. You guys can find her, Adorned in Armor. Tara Lynn, you are a gift. You are sweet and you are bold, which is how we ended this show in the recognition of that. And I just pray ultimate blessings over every single person that listens to this, that you too would grasp hold of the sweetness that he has given us right here on earth as it is in heaven and walk boldly into the thing you are so passionate about. Stop sitting, stop waiting. 2021 is right here. And in order for you to take hold of it, you've got to say yes to the God dream. If you need somebody to walk along you in that process, you know I'm your girl. I would be honored to get coffee with you if you're local. Chat virtually with coffee if you're not. Have a call and just really unpack the vision that God has laid on your heart and help you bring it to fruition. You guys can schedule a call with me on my website. You can actually text me now, which is pretty rad. I'm so excited about this. So text me, like literally right now, pause this podcast, 757-906-3734. If you text the word podcast, I will be giving away Yeti Mike in the coming month for all subscribers and reviewers. And so this would be your first access point. Again, it's 757-906-3734. Just text podcast and me, literally me, live in action. I'll be responding. If you don't hear from me immediately, it's because I'm with my kids or doing something like a podcast. But I promise it's me responding and I cannot wait to connect with you. So leave me some love and I'll do the same for you. All right, y'all have a blessed, blessed start to your 2021 and I'll see you next Tuesday. Chat soon. This is your God wink. The moment that heaven says for such a time as this, it's time to own your joy, prioritize your health, discover your wealth and exude your wholeness. It's time to become truly fit. However, this isn't a fitness podcast, though I'm a retired personal trainer and nutritionist. This isn't business jargon or tips and tricks to landing your successful passion project, though that's totally why I'm a business coach. This isn't a quick fix health detox ploy, though I'm all for therapy and I love whole foods. I do have a YOLO side sweet tooth though. This isn't confusing religious banter. Though I'm an ordained minister, still figuring out the many things and facets and faces of Jesus. It's really none of that. So I'm wondering, if you're wondering, what is this? Well, this is an opportunity to join me alongside other big dreamers, innovative movers, and lifestyle shakers as we explore and share our messy comeback stories and discoveries with each of you fellow passionate seekers. The Fit and Faith movement was birthed through my own trial and error discovery of mind, body, and soul alignment, and to be totally transparent, my own entrepreneurial crash and burn experiences. I've learned firsthand that being fit isn't about our physique at all. It's not about our qualifying abilities or titles. It's not about our potential. It's truly about our God-gifted passions 
meeting our purpose. You are one step away from achieving your idea, your dream, your calling, your purpose, whatever you want to call it. And I want to be there for the moment that you say yes in freedom, clarity, and confidence that you are living fully fit in who and whose you were made to be. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast with me, Tamara Andress. There is no better time than now to get fit. All right, all right. I'm so happy that we're here. Me too. That intro was cute. Isn't that fun? I love my girl. I actually don't ever watch them before I go live because it's just like a special extra treat. And we just uncovered the podcast uh, cover just switched for season three. So that was the first time anybody saw it. You get to see the first eyes. I love it. So fun and bright. That is exactly my heart. And I felt like for a while I chased uh, what was popular and even my branding concept, even though I knew like in my heart that wasn't really what I wanted. I'm like, oh, this is the vibe. This is what everybody's looking at, these like muted tones. Mm -hmm. And I read this book actually that had like rainbow on the front and my wedding was rainbow. We can talk about that later. (laughs) And so I was like, this is my heart. I went to my creative designer who does everything like that for me. And she was like, yeah, we just need to switch it up. So you just stop fighting against yourself, against the flesh. Let let God, the inside of you, the rainbow, illuminate. Yeah, creativity. Yes, just pop. Yeah. Let's go. So you guys, I'm so excited to introduce you, Tara Lynn St. Ellen, and all the things that you are. I mean, even just, I've watched you from afar, sort of, since we were at She Speaks together. And then we got to do the little collaboration together and with your book and your podcast. Um, I just subscribed and reviewed, by the way, this morning. (laughs) So good. So let me let you give a backstory because you know yourself best. Yes. Okay. And guys, forgive me. I'm not crying. I just put on makeup and this eye is just like, I don't even know. I might, you might cry later. Don't, don't put it past Jesus. Gotta prepare. Gotta prepare. Okay. Hi everyone. My name is Tara Lynn and I am the creator of Adorned in Armor and the author of Claim Your Crown. So first, Adorned in Armor was birthed in 2013 as a school project. It was craziness how it all came about but basically I was assigned to create a blog and I knew I love fashion I knew I was unashamed about my faith but I didn't know what to name it right and so I I was one that never really felt like I had a story in a way because I grew up in the church and I was just like oh like I'm just here and I realized I considered my mom's testimony as my own mm-hmm. um, in that process. God has really just really got super intimate with me. And so 2013 was the year that I really learned how to feel. Like when I tell you guys, I could count on my fingers how many times I've ever cried, like in my teenage years. Um, but basically my mom has been ill for majority of my life. And so she's had about seven unsuccessful surgeries and she cannot walk. She lives in chronic pain and in every single day she just, yeah, she just suffers. Mm-hmm. And I never cried about her pain or anything. It was just something that I was accustomed to, you know, going to my aunt's house and, you know, going back and forth while my mom was in the hospital. My dad had to work. But 2013 was the year that she suffered from an unrelated stroke. And that was when I was just like, all right, God, like, yeah. What is that about? Like, it was so unrelated and it could have been prevented as well because she was mm-hmm. already in the hospital. Such mm-hmm. a long story. But it was then in that moment when my mom couldn't even remember our names that I was just like, I bursted out crying. Like, I was just like, I don't even know what's going on. And fast forward to like later on in that semester, I was just sitting in my um, dorm room and I was just really deeply saddened and he led me to a sermon by Charles Stanley and it was about putting on the full armor of God and that was when I really began to see life as a spiritual battle um of course like I knew okay heaven hell devil he's a bad guy like you know that (laughs) yeah 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 I never really like knew how detrimental and how it like weaves into our lives like you know so he reminded me that this is a spiritual battle but He has the victory already. Yeah, but we need to armor up. And so since I love fashion, I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. I am going to equip women, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, of course, because that is the most important. But we're going to do so fabulously. Okay. And so (laughs) how like that was birth and my podcast, Dress for Battle, was actually 
birth through a school project too, but a couple years ago in grad school. And I'm just like, God, you're so funny because I love school and he just knows how to get me to do stuff through that app. <laughs> That's awesome. That'll activate you. You're like, yeah. professors, like, this is due on this day. You're like, okay, got it. Literally. And I'll just get the idea and I'm just like, oh, cool. I like this and I want to continue on with it. And so that's how that came about. And like through these avenues, God was just so amazing where I don't even know how to explain it, but basically I got into pageantry in a time in my life where I wasn't really, I didn't have the dream job that I had, that I wanted. I graduated the top of my class and I did all the fashion internships in New York City, everything that I needed to do. I had the connections, but God still had me home. And I was just like, what is going on? Like, I was just like, Jesus, I feel you. I don't even understand. I'm here at home. And he showed me that he wanted me to work on my own brand. And he also showed me one, Tara, you don't want to go work out there. You're not even a morning person. I was like, you're right. <laughs> and also um, to be home is, means I could actually take care of my mother. So I'm in close proximity with her and just, you know, better caring for her, paying attention to her while I work. And so, yeah, he led me into entrepreneurship and it's been hard, but it's been so worth it because, yeah, he just has blessed me so much with like a three book deal. And then just like just the testimonies of women that come to me. I'm just like mind blown to see like how it all got started. And whenever I think about it or I talk about it, I'm just like, God, that it's was cool. only him. And that's the yeah. best part about sharing testimonies and really like diving deep with people is to know, like, even through the pain, even if it was through your mother's pain, that your pain then set in, mm-hmm. it was that was the place where God had you in that discomfort that you were able to release and kind of understand mm-hmm. that there was more to like our security and that security is in him and that the enemy is trying at every given moment. Like you said, it is a spiritual battle to Mm -hmm. knock us off course. Yeah. So I'm so grateful that he, what you were, had a steadfast home that Mm -hmm. that was the first place that you went because I wasn't in the same growing up and, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't that my, my parents weren't great people and they believed in God. We just never practiced. And I never like opened the word with them. And I didn't, if somebody told me to armor up, I would not know what that means. I'd be like, okay, what are we going? We're going to go on the foot, like the football field. Like yeah. that's what I would think. Yes. So now like to know one, I love the parallel of a fashionista. Cause I always call all of my creative entrepreneurs, passionistas. Oh. And so it, when I was like, Oh, this is so cool that this is in her bio. And I love clothes. I love fashion. I absolutely like I think clothes and what you wear and how you wear it are such an outward expression now knowing and being in my faith of who God has created us to be uniquely. Um, And it's the first thing that people come into contact with. And while ideally I could serve them my heart on a platter and you could hear my backstory and you could hear my testimony and my broken pieces and all of those things, that's not what everybody sees. So if we're called to be the light, like, don't show up in sweatpants unless they're fashionable because <laughs> they are fashionable too. You can wear them. Right. So I love that. I love that. He's just been alongside the journey with you. And so my heart with bringing people on to the fit and faith podcast is to really understand that backstory because looking at you from Instagram, right. Your highlight reel or listening to your podcast. Um, we don't always get those pieces. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really critical for others to feel activated and to feel confident enough to step forward that they know that it's through the imperfections that we keep perfecting because of God. Yeah, that's good. It's but, so so yeah. tell me more about like where you are, where you're journeying, because I know even the the road of, of being an author through Claim Your Crown book is that's not an easy process either, because I'm in the midst of writing my book. It's been still going on three wow. years and it's a lot of work. I just got my first edited draft back. And you guys to see those red lines on that paper, I was like, oh, Lord have mercy. Well, I have to do this. But yeah. the, the gal is like, you have to. You have to keep going. <laughs> Literally, Talk to us about claim your crown. Yeah. So, all right. So I'll tell you how that even came about. So I knew I've always wanted to be an author, but I thought it would happen like later on in life. As I mentioned, I thought I was going to be in fashion offices in New York City and just working there. Right. Um, but yeah, in that state of joblessness at home, I was just like, huh, well, what is there something I could do here? Like, you know, like, of course, like I was working on my brand, but I didn't really consider that as work because I wasn't getting like 
heaps of income. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was also working at like a retail store. I was working at Aldo. So it was great too. It worked along with yes, my business. So good. Yeah, I'll wear this. I'll try this on. <laughs> exactly. And so I was like, okay, well, I've always wanted to do pageantry. Like I did one my freshman year of college and I won that in my university pageant. And it was my first time ever doing it. I was just like, eh, I like to dress up and I, I know what I stand for. So let me just go up here and stand for something. Yeah, basically that's how it was. Um, and so, yeah, I looked for a scholarship based pageant and fast forward to, I don't even know, but it was 2018 that I was crowned Miss Black New Jersey 2018. And it was, it wasn't even the title that was, that made me so excited. It was what God showed me through having that physical crown. Like he just reminded me that he creates the opportunities, not the titles and the opportunities that the world, you know, presents to us. Yeah. Um, and it was just so amazing because around that time too, I landed like a stint at Teen Vogue. So I was writing as their fashion writer and my boss, she loved me. And she was a patient, so she allowed me to go on her trip to Haiti. Um, and it was so beautiful. It was such a beautiful press trip. Wow. Trip. Yes. It was so beautiful. Like the last time I went, I was a child. So I don't remember anything except for throwing sand in my brother's face. Um, and that's the only thing I remember. But to go there as an adult and to see all the beautiful like places and, you know, basically what the media doesn't show us. Right. It was such a beautiful experience. And not only that, like before I left, I didn't have a case for my crown or anything, but I reached out to my friend who works in Haiti. She was, she lives in Florida, but she, no, she lived in Florida, but she moved to Haiti because she got married, right? And she's a teacher there. And we just like talked and we had like an assembled, assembled, what is going on? An assembly. <laughs> like a whole bunch of her students, like all the different grades and stuff. And to go there with my crown and to, it was just mind blowing to see how like enthralled they were with it. And it was just like, wow, like what if we all knew that we already had this? And yes. so I so always, knew, oh girl, I always knew my mission was to encourage women and to um, show them who they are in Christ, you know, know your worth and never settle. But it was in that trip that I felt like it was specified where I was to tell every woman of the crown that they have in Christ. And mm -hmm. so I got home and my mom was so excited that I had such a great time. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I love it. Da, da, da. I can't wait to go back. And I also like, while there, God put like a heart. He gave me a heart for Haiti as well. So like, especially like for the girls. And I was just like, I want to do something one day, one day, but I'm not sure what it's going to be. I still don't know. Oh, cool. I'll be praying for you over that because that's so awesome. But my mom was so excited and she was like, it's crazy because I've always wanted to help Haiti in that way, especially with girls. And now you can. And that really touched me because I never knew that. I mean, I know like how much she loves kids and stuff, but I didn't know that was one of her personal passions. And so, yeah, it was craziness. And I got home and I was just still like on fire off of that like trip. And I was like, okay, well, Tara, you need money, right? <laughs> yes. So I was like, you know what? Let me make an ebook. And it's going to be based on like, you know, letting women know who they are in Christ. Yeah. I was like, Tara, you have way too much to say for an ebook. <laughs> and because I wanted something quick and I wanted yeah. to put it out on my blog so I could like just right. make some do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, just isn't the way for me. And especially like I was Googling, I was trying to see how it was, this works. I was like, uh, I don't know. It is. It's a lot. And so I was like, okay, how does traditional publishing work? And then I came across like, okay, well, you can do it through an agent. And I was like, well, how do agents work? And it was so funny because I was just like, do they work? pro bono like what is is this like lawyer stuff I don't get it right <laughs> it was so funny like it was like four o'clock in the morning and God led me like to a list of Christian agents girl I still don't know where that list is till this day but on that wow. night I literally emailed every single one of them and I got a lot of people responding back to me but there was one that really stood out to me and Fast forward to later that year, he sponsored uh, me to go to an event where it was like the first Christian writing conference in New Jersey, which is where I'm from. Oh, that's so good. 
was so crazy. And it was right by my house. Like, like a quick train ride. And oh I was my goodness. Whoa. And mind you, they're like leading Christian publishers and not even just Christian publishers, just publishers, publishers in, general. in general. Wow. And I was just mind blown. And yeah, I went on a trip to um, a mission trip with my uh, church and we were in Cuba and I received an email from my agent saying I had great, even unsuspecting news. And he was like, let me know when you're back. And he told me like, you just landed a three book deal. And this is how much I want to give you. And I need you to know that this doesn't happen. And especially as someone as young as you, like, yeah, that's the crazy thing. And so I was like, whoa, God. And so I just sat on this bed. This is my bed. This is where I work. This is where I do anything. And I, yeah. (laughs) That is amazing. Oh, thank you. I just sat here just in awe. And it was just one of those moments where you're just reminded of like, you know, God just, pushing you forward like even when you feel like you're just making these moves on your own because it's like oh well I enjoy doing this so this must seem like the way to go and it's like he put these desires on your heart for a reason you know yes yes. it's just so amazing when it happens on his time like I know this process happened really fast but like there's other stuff in my life that takes forever and I'm just oh oh my gosh like seriously (laughs) this is so rough but I'd rather be in his will than not, you know? What yeah, I mean? so yeah. true. This book journey really showed me that as well. So with Claim Your Crown, it came out in February. So that that in itself is right. Because it's about to be a year. How did a year just pass by? And it came out right before COVID. Right which before. Is when like you couldn't have prepped or planned the message that was in that book. Like that is just so God. It's like, come on, y'all. How can you not say like, I know people believe in like happenstance and coincidence, but like Jesus is hand is just right in the midst of that. Yeah. I was, but you got to come to CBN to do that right before that all happened. Right? You noticed that's that. In my ba- that's in my backyard. CBN's right here. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. Oh my gosh, if I was there longer, we could have like. I know. It would have been so right? fun. I knew you were there. I was following you. Oh, <laughs> would have been knocking right. on your car door, like, "Hey, remember me?" <laughs> it was such a quick trip, too. Yeah. And I like till this day, I'm so mind blown by these two things, like that. I'm just grateful for, like, with this book journey. One, well, I'm grateful for three: the testimonies, period, like through Instagram, emails. I'm just like, wow, Lord, I'm so grateful, but. Number two, that he allowed me to have a book launch party. Like he knew how much I wanted this and like to provide me sponsors and photographers that just offered themselves up to me. I was just like, God, you're so good because you know how much I want this. You know how I'm stressed about it. And he just did that. And that touched me so, so much. Like everything was on brand. If you know me, you know, I'm very specific. And I'm just like, the Lord paid attention like to every single detail and that touched me so much. And then also to be able to fly out to CBN and I had like a couple podcast interviews prior to that. I don't remember where, but it was just beautiful to me that he allowed me to experience these things. Not even just like, okay, an author, but a first time author who does not even know what she's doing. I'm literally just relying on God. Like, I have no idea what's next. And there's such a good testimony to that, though, because so many of my clients are people who come into this desire of entrepreneurship and they do feel like they have this imposter syndrome. They're like, is it me? Am I the one who's cultivated this on my own terms? Am I being greedy? Am I being selfish? Am I being prideful? Like, here I am snapping a selfie again. Like, what is that? How do you decipher that and determine that? And it's really like, where has God led you? And I love going through this journey of understanding unpacking people's passions and pain points and being able to connect the two because oftentimes we think that they're not aligned and that things do just happen because it's a bad world or it does happen because it was just good luck. And when you actually go and like draw the connection points of your life, you realize one, he uses all things for good. He uses all things, period. And two, that you, you have been cultivating the dream and the desire and the vision within you since you were 
the tiny little piece of clay on the potter's wheel. Like he's been working on you and he's been adding to you. And eventually it's going to be this masterful potter's like creation of a vase or whatever it is that you could imagine could be made. And so it's just the realization factor that it's not by our hands. In fact, it's by his and we're just being molded and utilized through the process. But it does take our showing up. And I think that's a key component of what you've been saying this whole time. You might be on your bed, but you didn't idly sit on your bed, right? You have been going and doing and activating and praying and honestly stewarding in the relationship and the service that you've provided to your mom. Like I just hear hear so much of um, just activation. And that's like a huge key component of, of who I am and what I offer the world. So I just, I pick that up so well. And I love that. Praise God. Praise God. Cause yeah, it is real. (laughs) It is so real. And I'm just, it's like, I could not have done it without guidance or like without being able, if I didn't step back and pay attention to what he has placed on my heart, then I would be all over the place. If I did not take breaks from Instagram, if I did not focus on what he wanted me to do, I, I would not be okay. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. Like talk to us through like moments of overwhelm, moments of doubt, like maybe your own imposter syndrome. How have you gone gotten through that? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say definitely my mom is a great example of like just someone who constantly reminds me that God has a purpose and a plan for my life, uh, my best friend as well. So I would say surround yourself with people who see God in you, people mm-hmm. who know that there is greatness inside of you and that Nothing can compare. Nothing on this earth can compare to what God has in store for you. Not even your own ideas and imaginations, your dreams. You know, God has the best of the best. And this is something that I've actually realized that I need to really realize because I understand that for myself. Right. And I believe that wholeheartedly for everybody else. Right. But in my heart, sometimes I'm like, what if I don't want that? What if I don't consider that's the best for me? And that's the flesh, right? Yeah. You need to like remember, like, God has the best of the best. What do you mean? He could blow your mind. Do you not remember? And so that is such a great way to like I make sure I look back on my testimonies because one, it's been things like a lot of things that I haven't even asked for. Like, you know, so imagine the things that we have been praying for, like, and when it happens in his time, like just how much impact it will hold. And so, yeah, just being surrounded by people who see your worth, um, going back on the testimonies and remembering what God did. And I would also say, like, especially if you're an entrepreneur, write it down, like your struggles, your wins. When I tell you, where's my journal? I have it somewhere. <laughs> I have so many journals. For I love it. I have this one. This was for, hmm, it was for, it was for like the year of 2020, right? Okay, okay. I have I have like a love life journal. Ah, <laughs> I love that. Right? <laughs> um, just because I'm just, I don't want to miss out on what God's teaching me. And I feel like every single moment, like even the reason why you cry matters to him. Like, you know, and there's like a link, as you was mentioning before, a link, there is one, you know, and God can reveal to us so many things if we're paying attention. And that's one thing I want to be constantly aware of. And so I always take about a week off to like study um, and read front to back what I went through in a year so that I'm writing it down. I'm just like, and I'm like, Tarolyn, this is a lot. You're doing a lot, but it's like, I just don't want to miss it. Yeah. I don't want to miss it. And I want to remember where I was and how I felt and also, too, if you're a writer, it, it's great for books. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> like, you know, that. Like, seriously, so, so many benefits. But, yeah, I'm just, so cool. I always write and I communicate with him. That's one mm-hmm. thing. Even if I can't speak, like, yeah. or if you can't speak, your tears communicate something to God. And he knows, the Holy Spirit knows and can discern what you're saying. So true. Yeah. I love that so much. Okay, okay. You know my feelings over commercials, but this is too good of timing to pass up the chance to tell you about this incredible opportunity that I have cultivated with you directly in mind. You, the passionate kingdom entrepreneur. 
Stop running the race on a treadmill to nowhere. Stop the analysis paralysis and the overwhelm and honestly, the isolation of business building. You know I am all for women supporting women and the concept of community, but this newly developed program takes that concept to an entirely new level. I am giving you an all-access pass to my team of experts and strategists in order for you to develop your own business to the fullest extent. I've taken my business with these incredible people from an idea to five-figure months in less than two years, and I want to provide you the keys to this freedom and centered joy. This is a coaching program with direct conversations with real people in real time. Ask the confusing hard questions that have you lingering in rabbit holes. Get the direct insight you need to design the dream into a fully operating abundant business. Y'all, listen to this A-team, okay? There is a branding and content strategist, a mindset and financial success coach, a biblical foundations teacher, a marketing funnels and ads expert, and of course, yours truly, your Christian business coach. If you are ready to truly invest in yourself, in your God dream, and the people that God is calling you to, this is the only place to start that gives you a full lens development strategy that you can lean into as a trusted, knowing source on a firm foundation. Y'all, I am uber passionate to see you flourish and illuminated within your purpose. You can enroll now by heading over to the one-on-one coaching tab at tamraandress.com. Remember, I have the simple version of Tamra, T-A-M-R-A. I don't know if you know that story, but it's from The Price is Right about a week before I was born. So thanks, mom. (laughs) Anyway, book your call and simply email me coaching at tamraandress.com. Either way, I cannot wait to see you activated. And this is going to be an incredible opportunity and a beautiful season to see you design the God dream that God has planted in you since your mother's womb. It's going to be fun, y'all. I can't wait to connect. Let's get started. So I'm curious and I don't want to like totally flip the script, but when I was reading your bio, obviously like the Haitian American piece, the fact that you were Miss, like, what was it? What is the exact title? Miss Black New Jersey. Yeah. Tell me like as our nation and as specifically our nation walked through all of the trial and heartache last year. And it's not just last year. It's right? Eternity. It's like the foundations of our country. Mm -hmm. Um, How has that been something that you have picked up on that you have empathy towards? Have you spoken out over that? Um, Mm -hmm. How can I be a better steward of of creating those bridges in community? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's so much. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yes, so much. One thing I would say is I I look at everything through whatever we're experiencing through a spiritual lens. And I understand that racism, this is a stronghold that the devil has had on not even just the country, but the world for a long, long time. And it is because our world is fallen. You know what I mean? And so I just truly believe in looking through those lens in order for us to not be blinded by the tactics and how he tries to tear us apart and, you know, bring division. And that's what we've seen, right? We've seen so much division. We've seen hate. We've seen fear. And now we, like, we had a pandemic. I was reading something. No, I was watching a sermon by, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Pastor. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Tony Evans. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So good. He was talking about, you know, this is a cultural pandemic, right? It's a spiritual pandemic. It is also a medical pandemic. And it is because humankind has gotten away from how God has wanted us to live and be and breathe, like, you know, and commune. And I was like, that just speaks to me. And that's just what it is. Like, you know what I mean? And so it's just so important for us to look through those lens, especially as believers, and to not say, oh, like, we're colorblind, because God has made us wonderfully different. It's beautiful that there are so many, like, colors, like, you know, so many ethnicities, and God, like, I don't even know how to explain it, but every person is unique and deserves to be celebrated in that uniqueness, like, you know what I mean? And the church has a special responsibility in holding up those who are impressed, you know, oppressed. Um, I was watching something else that talked about like, you know, just being black in a mostly predominantly white, um, 
I'm saying university, no, uh, uh, church, right? Yeah. And oh yeah. Pastors, especially like we need to speak up. It's, I know we've been having a lot of conversations and yes, it begins there, but it also comes to putting like foot to the pavement in the sense of like, how has God called us to love one another and learning how to do that? Um, so yeah, that's what's coming to me right now. There's literally so much that I I know. I mean, we could talk the rest of the time and multiple times after I just had to bring that up because I think it's so critical in, in keeping with the forward momentum that I felt surge at the end of 2020 as like connectivity started to happen over even COVID where everyone was kind of like, okay, we're ready to keep going. Like we won't want our life to be on pause. We want, we don't want to miss a thing, which is what made me think of that when you're saying you write everything down. It's like, I don't want to miss a thing. And I don't want there to be like an area that I should be showing up that other people haven't shown up or need to show up or all of those things. And I truly believe like the Holy Spirit guides in that direction. And it's been amazing. Have you heard about Clubhouse? Have you been on Clubhouse yet? I have the app, right? And I made the account, but I've never gone on it yet. And people have been DMing me saying like, hey, I think you should go on Clubhouse and speak. And I'm just Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so glad that I'm bringing up right now because (laughs) over the course of the last like probably three days, I found out about it on um, Friday afternoon. Mm -hmm. I was on it for like an hour and a half straight, like with my husband in the car. And he's like, what are you listening to? Like encouraging my like constant learning and consuming, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of like gauging what is this? What's happening. Well, this morning I was on for five and a half hours straight. Okay. I got out of the gym. I turned it on and I listened driving my kids to school, like getting to the office while starting Mm -hmm. on the work. And I got into a couple of different rooms. The specific one that I was in for five hours was all around, um, like billionaire mindsets. And Mm -hmm. it was insane just listening. But the biggest thing that I noticed was people were putting God before everything. Mm -hmm. And I don't witness that. I don't feel like in the secular world very often. And so I I started like looking at these people's bios and trying to understand who they are and where they came from. And, and just to see bios that said like, God, like G like proclaiming the name of God and Jesus in the, in this world that people think is being owned and ordained by the secular like God's at play in such a massive way. And yet it seems like through the lens of media, there's a huge veil, but I believe Jesus has already come and removed the veil. It's just a matter of us staying active and putting him like the cart before the horse, like he goes first. Mm -hmm. And so if his name is above all things and he comes first to show up in these different clubhouse rooms where like there's people like prophetic groups that are just out there proclaiming the name of Jesus. And I'm like in there and I'm looking through and I'm like, I'm the only white person here, but this is good. I'm like, preach sister. I'm like raising my hand, trying to talk in the group. And some of them just ignore me, but some of them have like allowed me to come alongside of them and like stand and pray and, and believe the same things. And that's ultimately we're all human. Like mm-hmm. it's not a matter of any of that. There's different genders, there's different ethnicities, um, there's different age brackets. And this is the first time that I've seen a social media platform that actually caters to all of them. So it was yeah. really interesting. You got to jump on. Yeah. It's uh, it's like, I don't even know where to begin. Honestly. I know. I didn't either. I, that's why I felt like a snooper. I'm like, I'm going to go into this chat room. Like I'm just going to sit here for a little bit, but it was like, worship on Sunday morning when I went into somebody was doing live worship and it was just, it was so good and so different than what we're used to on like a Facebook live or a YouTube channel or a podcast, because I consume that stuff all the time. Um, This just was so active and real because I could like respond and ultimately what they were saying over and over and over again. And we've heard it in context, but this was actually true is like, this is an opportunity to have a seat at the table. Yeah. And so here we are talking in kind of a confined way, even though there's people, Mark is on here chatting with us saying mm-hmm. it's a great idea and this is awesome. Um, but it, it's, it's still closed off. We're here. It's like open to everyone. And yeah. I think that we need to do that as Christians. We need to do that as people. We need to do that as humankind more yeah. often. Yeah. Especially like that part where you're saying how it it just always seems like the secular is always winning and it's like predominant and all that stuff. And 
it's so funny. I get a lot of questions, like, especially like from young women about like, oh, like I want to get into fashion or I want to get into modeling or like pageantry. And like my boyfriend thinks it's not of God or like my parents and stuff like that. And I'm just like, huh, like I can understand it because sure. growing up in a Haitian household, my parents, they're very supportive. Um, but mostly like in the Haitian community, you're either a nurse, a doctor, <laughs> like that's what they want you to be. That's what they consider is consistent. Like, you right. know, um, right. they saw very early on that was not going to be the I do not like science. I do like to write. I like media and I like fashion and that's it. So they knew, you know, really quickly. And they always supported me because I was just always like a go-getter. Yeah. Um, but like, I just, like my parents had to learn through my experience that God can work through any avenue, you know? And that started with my blog in 2013. And so it was just, I keep saying mind blowing, but that's just what God does, you know? And freshman year where I was, I was nominated, like my readers after just one year nominated best international fashion blog in the Cosmopolitan UK blog awards. And it was just like, what? Oh my goodness. That's so cool. Craziness. Right. And then like my school flew me out to there and like, my parents got to experience me being in London, like for something that I was doing online. Like, you know, Oh my gosh, it's so cool. Amazing. God can use absolutely anything. And if I could use a pageant platform, if I could use a platform that was dedicated towards fashion as well, he can use anything. He just wants us to show up and be want, like he wants us to desire to be used. Yeah, so good. I love that. And then like to take that into like your wardrobe or into your daily action and also daily submission of getting dressed and that understanding of armor and armoring up. Um, yeah. I'd love for you to just go in. I know that there's like an entire verse and, and scriptural piece to what it means to put on the armor of God. And so I want you to say it through your lens because I could recite scripture, but I'd rather yeah. you share yeah. your heart. It's on. It's in Ephesians 6, um, starting at verse 10. It just talks about putting on the full armor of God, like a helmet of salvation, like, you know, anything that a warrior would have to wear, that is what you have to put on, like, you know. But the thing is, it's just spiritual. And so yeah. like we're walking in peace, we're carrying our sword in the spirit. We are learning the word of God and we are protecting ourselves with it. And over everything you know we are carrying our helmet we are remembering that we are saved through christ and christ alone and so nothing on this earth like can touch us in the sense of like we will be in the land of the living like you know what i mean like we are children of the most high god and not only that okay we are royalty yeah girl <laughs> we are warriors like you know and we are more than conquerors in christ yes. jesus chose yes. us and he loves us and so I just think it's so important for us to just constantly remember who we are in him, because when we understand and know who we are in him, then we can better present ourselves to the world. If we don't know ourselves, right? It's because we haven't been spending enough time with our father. We are made in his image, you know? And so where Claim Your Crown comes from as well, just knowing like he has called us to walk into confidence and worth as daughters and sons of the king. Like we are not here on earth to just keep losing and to yeah. live loss. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And okay. that's the thing is like the, the knowing that we will have those trials and tribulations. You did walk through hardship. Your mom has walked through it physically. And yet at the same time, I bet you she carried your household in some regard in the spiritual realm of just being like, Girl. this might be what you see physically, mm-hmm. but if you could know like the depth of what's going on in the inside of my heart and my being and my mental health and my emotional spirit, spiritual self, I think it's such a testimony for her. And I, I you have to tell her that she's on my heart today because I just think it's so incredible that she is able to still steward a home because as a mom, I'm thinking about everything that I want to be doing with you and by your side and for you. And I know that that might look limited, but she's probably doing so much more for you than the worldly fleshly mom could busy herself doing, mm-hmm. you know? It's so cool. So, so much. It's crazy. And she's super hard headed too. So she'll try to <laughs> and stuff. And she'll be in constant pain. She'll try to clean. I'm just like, I can do it, mom. <laughs> Please stop. Yeah. Please. And so, yeah, I'm the oldest of four. And so I have like two sisters, one brother, and we're like, boop, 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 like right after the other. So we're all super close. And my mom is the baby of her family. She's had seven siblings. I always get, wow. 
seven wow. so like we have a lot a lot of family cousins and stuff and so we don't feel like we don't ever feel like neglected or anything it's just like even in the pain and because we're still experiencing it now we are sure. god because we're like we still see you even in yeah. this yeah, that's so, so good. So we're about to wrap up and there's always like so many questions I still have fil- filtering through my brain. I want to know, you said you're not really sure fully what the future holds when it comes to Haiti, but what does the future hold for the vision maybe of 2021? What God has placed on you? Obviously you have these two other books to write. Yeah. What's next? How can uh, we follow support? Yes. Oh my gosh. One, I would love for you guys to subscribe to my channel, my YouTube channel. That is one platform that I was really just dedicated to last year. Um, cool. Instagram stresses me out sometimes. I'm just like, Lord, I need to get off of here. Uh, I'm just like, I just come on. I'm like, Lord, you have a mess for me. Okay. I'll let me push this. Or like if I had like a sponsor collab or something and then I'll show up. But it was so interesting. God showed me like, I still want you here. And so I'm like, Oh God, like, okay, do it. But that's one thing. I'm not disobedient. If he said it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Come on. So, yeah. But YouTube is what I really focused on last year. Um, my second book is actually going to be released this year. So I'm done writing it. I didn't even announce it yet. No. I'm yeah, I'm done writing it. We're going through like literally the last editing process and then it's going off to like print and stuff. And oh, I'm- that's crazy. Emotional. And it's just, yeah, I don't even know. I'm just grateful for it. And it'll be out in fall of this year. So amazing. Yeah. So that's that. fast. You've been writing a lot then. That's insane. Yeah. So I literally wrote a book in a pandemic and it was yeah, just. It was crazy, especially like my mom actually had COVID in March and oh my gosh. I had to take a pause because I was just like, uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, what's going to happen? What is this? Yeah, totally. But I took a pause and I still was able to like keep going. And it's just crazy how like my fingers are just like, wow. And then the third book, we only think have to talk about that. Yeah. But this one, I know it'll be out this year. Awesome. Yes, please subscribe my YouTube channel, my podcast. I'm going to just really try my best with it this year. Like, I feel like God has put it on my heart again. I know I took a break last year. Um, but yeah, I feel like he's taking me in a new direction. And so, yeah, we'll see. It's just really difficult doing everything by yourself. And yeah, yeah like I'm not even in an office or anything. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's just very difficult and just trying to juggle, like taking care of my mom and like yeah. the different already like platforms that I'm already on and just trying to steward to, um, steward them well. Yeah. And, yeah, so I would greatly support the support. Okay. I In know. all the places. We got you, girl. YouTube for yeah, sure. I, I need water. I'm I haven't checked you out on YouTube. I'm excited to go over there because I know your um, your capability of like video and all that is so good. So it's going to be good to see you in that space. But I wanted um, one last thing before we go, because I could just keep sensing it. And you probably have gotten this a lot. Like, when is your claim your crown or your adorned in armor, like clothing line coming out? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, Cause you know, I haven't actually thought about that since, it was my childhood dream to be a fashion designer. Really? Okay. See, it comes full circle, y'all. You got to pay attention to your childhood. So much. And I was just like, Terilyn, you don't even know how to how to sew. <laughs> like, what do you what do you want to do with this? And so like I let it rock. I just let it fill <laughs> over there for a long time, especially because it was like you know, when I was going into college and I was like, oh, there's something where I could at least minor in it. Couldn't find a school that was, that I liked enough. Yeah. So it was great that I could do communications and still like emerge myself in the fashion industry. Of course, you sure sure did. Yeah. Yeah. It was so funny. But like, as I was on my drive to CBN or something, I think it was that some man, like my Uber driver asked me, so when's your um fashion line coming out? And I was just like, hmm, like, oh my gosh, like I didn't think about that in a long time. And I just, re- 
I was reminded of that when I looked into my journal right now. I'm just like, oh, snap. Like, I was just reading that. So it's nuts. I have no idea. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to keep speaking it then. That is so cool. I can just see that. That is so amazing. And it feels like the natural progression of, like, where he would have you go as you just continue to lean into all the things. Yes. Uh, that'd be, that'd be bananas. I was uh, like, I said that all the time. Bananas. That's so good. Terilyn, it has been such a gift. I thank you so much for your valued time and just investment. Um, I was actually in a really beautiful communion as I started 2021 um, with a client of mine and she was just stewarding everyone through worship and the like beautiful exchange of like laying down 2020 and picking up 2021. And what does God have to say to you and what it is that he wanted to like speak to me in that moment. And in a house where it's usually full of kiddos in the morning and, and clutter and we're in the middle of a renovation and all this stuff was happening. It was such peace. My kids were out at a friend's house for a little while. My husband was in the corner, like worshiping alongside me. And I just sensed this overwhelming, um, gift of boldness. Mm. And when I listened to your um, pilot before, I could sense like the sweetness of who you are, which was a huge Mm. part of the communion I took because I didn't have any raw bread. So I just used a cinnamon square. And God, instead of feeling guilty about this, the raw, the cinnamon square, he was like, that is truly how sweet I am. And I feel like you you share that sweetness of who he is, um, but alongside like that packed punch of just like boldness. And wow. so I just pray that over you as you continue to step into all these new adventures. Wow. Thank you so much. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> You're so welcome. You guys got to go follow Tara Lynn, Adorned in Armor, the Dress for um, Battle podcast, Claim Your Crown book. And I don't know what the name of the next one is, but we'll have to stay yeah, tuned. It's a surprise. Okay, good. I'll be announcing soon. All right, beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Bye, everyone. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all. It's me again. I hope in today's episode, you sense and ignite to an ember within you. Something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway by snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at fit and faith underscore podcast or me personally at Tamara.andress on Insta. I hope that I can keep you accountable and also share you with the greater community of the fit and faith podcast listeners. We're totally in this together. Community over competition is the motto, right? I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. I'd love to feature your thought in the next episode and give you and your passion project a big shout out. You know I'm a writer, so I love words and I can't wait to read what you have to say. I'm ready to fuel the flame with you together. And until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. Tune in next time. Hey friend, I'm Brooke McLaughlin, host of the Everyday Prayers Podcast, a ministry of million praying moms. And I'm here to invite you to partner with God for the hearts of your children on the daily. Our goal at Everyday Prayers is to help moms understand and pray God's word. Join us each weekday as we share insights from God's word for today's Christian mom. Tune in to the Everyday Prayers Podcast in your favorite app or by visiting lifeaudio.com.